Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... I am Will Pelagic. Welcome back to Wesson Walker. You're listening to Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. We were a little long last segment with the breaking news of Ron Sanchez stepping down. And now John Fanta reports that Virginia announces Sanchez is going to be the program's new associate head coach. So Ron Sanchez, after being an assistant on Virginia's basketball staff, taking over as the head coach for Charlotte, will go back to Charlottesville as the associate head coach. Because we talked a lot about that, let's now dive right on into some Charlotte FC conversation with who other than the voice of Charlotte FC, Willie P. You can hear him broadcasting all of the games right here, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ, and you can follow him on Twitter at Willie P. Style. Willie, how are you doing, man? I'm good, guys. How are you? We're doing well, Willie. We appreciate you hopping on, as always, and just diving right on into it. We know that the crown fell on Saturday, 4-2. to two. How much did playing those three matches in seven days play a role in this match with them being a little fatigued? Not just three in seven days, Walker, but nine in the last 28 days. And to give you at least a little bit of uh, context, over the next 28 days, they're only going to play five. So in that aspect, it's a scenario for Charlotte FC that they had a very big match log as a result of uh, not only the U.S. Open Cup, but the fact of the matter is is that MLS has really tried to condense this schedule in the early part of the season because they're going to take a whole month off in the month of July and into August because of the League's Cup tournament between MLS and Liga MX of Mexico. So they're having to try and figure out a way to make sure that this season doesn't take an entire uh, an entire year to complete. In fact, I was doing a little research. MLS has the shortest off season of any of the top five professional sports in America. Just 75 days that don't involve a game or preparing for a game involving uh, an MLS off season. So from that aspect, they're trying to at least limit that as much as possible and get all these games in as possible. And unfortunately, it's led to this scenario with Charlotte not only having to play a lot of games in a short amount of time. But having to do so without some of its big principal players, including not having two of its top defenders available to them at the start of the match on Saturday, but also still playing without Enzo Capetti and Camille Josviak. And it led to an unfortunate road trip where they lost three or four in all comps. But I do feel like where they sit right now is still a pretty good scenario, sitting in ninth position halfway through the season as they've just played their 17th match out of 34 this season so well, far. Well, and Willie, I think you bring up an interesting point with the short offseason that they have. It's the first offseason they have in between regular years. How much do you think with that being the case, with this being such a new franchise, this being the first time they had to deal with such a tight offseason, how much are we seeing some of the effects of that right now? I think you're seeing a lot of it, and I also think, too, you had to integrate some new pieces as well, and I think that's the, the issue when you have the unfortunate passing of Anton Walks. Um, if you hear my broadcast part, Jessica Chapman harp on anything, she harps on the fact that Really, the, the back line is the spine of a football club. And when a prominent part of that spine is no longer available to you, uh, Charlotte FC has had to do everything they possibly can to at least remedy that. Uh, they had two spots actually having to be replaced with Guzman Carujo at the start of the season, still not available because of an ACL tear reconstruction. And as a result, he's been integrated back into the squad very slowly. He's still not 100% fit uh, to be able to play 90 minutes and play them as effectively as he would have, say, uh, at this time a year ago. So I think from that aspect, they're still trying to find the right mix. Unfortunately, Adilson Melanda has had some unfortunate issues. Uh, the red card against Birmingham 
uh, the giveaway against St. Louis and a couple of other matches games where he's had uh, some unfortunate mistakes as being a 21-year-old defender. But I think you saw with him out of the lineup on Saturday that he's probably Charlotte's best defender when everybody's healthy other than Carujo, and it's not even close. And it's unfortunate that it had to be exposed in that manner. But I still think that when they can get themselves up to full strength, this is a team that's, uh, that's going to contend for a postseason berth. And I think they can even go pretty far because there have been times where they've played against some of the best teams in MLS and showed out pretty well. I think the Nashville match is one where you look at it, even though they lost that contest, it took a very unfortunate uh, free kick late, or a penalty kick late, I should say. And as a result, you are going to see uh, some more of these matches come really, really close to the uh, end of the season. And I think Charlotte is right where they need to be in terms of trying to be part of, uh, of an MLS table that's still very much condensed at this point. Willie P., you talked about the attrition and, and all the games in a short time span, and they've lost four or five. So what do you feel like is their key issue as far as on-field play that they could fix that could maybe remedy some of that and get back on a winning track? Well, I think a lot of it comes down to, to how they defend, Wes. I think the, the unfortunate part about when you're fatigued is that you don't step to balls on defense as quickly, and as a result, you, you saw – Columbus get a lot of room on Saturday and a lot of room that they uh, just didn't have the ability to defend against. And I think as a result, it really puts Charlotte FC in a scenario where uh, you put yourself down 3-0 early in a contest. It's very, very hard to come back from that. They showed a lot of resolve to make it back to 3-2, but unfortunately, with the end-to-end nature of that matchup, that's just not a match that Charlotte FC is going to win very much effectively because they're not a team that's built to play end-to-end soccer the way Columbus wanted to play on Saturday. And as a result, sometimes style makes the fight. As a result, uh, that's where you saw Columbus really uh, thrive in that instance. I also think, too, from an attacking standpoint, uh, when they don't have Enzo Capetti to go to, it really does limit what they can do offensively. And even a guy like Camille Josviak, who has the ability to do more than just cross it inward, he has the ability to cut in and be technical on the ball they really don't have another winger who can do that other than maybe Kerwin Vargas. And when Kerwin's the only one out there to be able to do that, it really limits what you can do offensively. So I think getting those pieces back, if it, has, if it does happen this week, it should be great. But if uh, once they get those pieces back, then Charlotte can vary their attack because, unfortunately, guys, they've looked all too predictable uh, trying to basically play out on the wing and cross it in and hit and hope. And as a result, that leads to uh, some low-percentage scoring opportunities as opposed to the higher ones we saw at uh, maybe the earlier part of the season. Willie P., all-star voting is open. Do you anticipate the crown having an all-star? And if so, how many? I don't know if we'll get to that. Unfortunately, you know, some of the bigger clubs kind of dominate the voting in terms of that. And I got my ballot in here uh, about a week and a half ago. So I'm, I'm kind of going through and looking and seeing, okay, you know, where exactly uh, can maybe Charlotte FC find a, a guy in there? I think if there is somebody uh, who I probably would have favored in the all-star voting. It would have been Camille Josviak with the way that he played earlier on in this season. The unfortunate part with him is this latest injury spell that he took against Atlanta might limit his uh, his voting uh, footprint nationally because he just hasn't been in the spotlight because of being out since uh, the 13th of May. The fact that he misses a month of the season might limit him. So I'd have to see, you know, in terms of whether or not he might deserve a vote here in the next week or so if he gets back before the end of the international break and shows out well maybe he gets up getting himself a vote but that that'd be the one that'd be on my card i think obviously if, if there's another part maybe carol severus gets a little bit of a vote as well i know justin merrim has had some goal contributions as well but uh i don't know if they're going to get one in at this opportunity maybe they will they'll, they'll see one maybe as part of an injury replacement because as you know guys it's not a scenario where charlotte fc is uh having an opportunity to vote just on the eastern conference side 
it's a condensed pool where they're voting just to one team because that team will play a, uh, a, a squad of Liga Anekis All-Stars in terms of having a, only one squad to vote for as opposed to two. Mm. Well, and I know we've talked about the short off season and the crown falling on Saturday. I did want to get to some more important stuff. I know you disclosed yesterday when you were filling in for Bone that you put on sunscreen while in the nude. Uh, Willie, what's the difference between putting clothes on as opposed to being naked? Why are you doing this while being uh, in your birthday suit? I just feel that it's the best way to get coverage for, for your sunscreen. I'm just I'm saying it, it's. I understand from from the standpoint of where Bone was, this part of this this discussion was because Bone was going off of the way that his clothes fell while they were on his body. I think, honestly, you you have to account for that uh, when you sit down, sometimes the shorts will hike up a little bit. As a result, you might not get the uh, the full coverage of your sunscreen. You know, I just I, I don't go like quote unquote all over, but like I uh, I make sure that my body's covered when it comes to sunscreen and. Uh, I never burn. I never burn at all. So, uh, honestly, from that standpoint, uh, maybe bone shouldn't be so uh, so critical about my uh, sunscreen application. No, I agree. I think that's fantastic advice. And the last thing I'll ask you is, I just want you to know, Jessica joined us in studio, and after that, Charlotte won, I believe, at least three, maybe four contests in a row after that appearance. We've not seen you in studio in quite some time. We know you were willing to give your biscuits to Brant Bronico if he pulled a Christian Pulisic. Are you willing to come in studio at some point soon so Charlie can get back on track? I'll do anything I possibly can for the crown, guys. It's nothing personal, honestly. It's more about, you know, I need to have another activity while I'm up there. Like, going up there just to see y'all, it's like, you know, that's mileage on my car. Wow. Damn. I need to have another. If you if, if if. if our esteemed boss, Jeff Rickard, can find something else for me to do in that building, like maybe I'll clean the toilet to do something else, you know, and, and, and put something else on the payroll. But uh, just, just to come up and talk to you guys, I, I need something else. To okay. Be able to, to, to occupy my time. That's fine. If you could find something else for me to do, I'd be I'd be happy to do so. No, that's fine. You can leave your naked tan body at home. We don't want to see it anyway. That's Willie P, the voice of Charlotte FC. Not a friend of the show anymore. I don't know how many times we're going to have him on if it's just going to be like that. But Willie, not you know, not good luck, but good riddance, man. Goodness gracious. Love you too, guys.